minutes upon about the same thing as Brother Dave spoke upon last Sunday. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that it's, uh, that old Baptists sometimes, uh, for, forget to, uh, preach or talk about the Holy Spirit being born again. And it's one, it is the most important thing in our life, I think. It's the most important time, and it's God's time when He borns us again. You can't born yourself again. No matter, uh, how much you hear the Word of God, no matter how much the preacher preaches, but you may not even be in a church house when you're born again. No, I wasn't. I was at home and when the Lord came into me and spoke unto me and revealed unto me, he was the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. And there's a time in my life that I, that I'll never forget. It's a time in my life and our lives that we'll probably never forget. It's a precious time. It's a moment when God is so intimate to you in your life. It's a one-time happening in life if you're a child of God. Now, we don't know until we're born again if we're a child of God or not. We may have a head knowledge of God, but until you've been the Holy Spirit comes unto you. God sends the Holy Spirit. You don't know that you're a child of God or not. But after you've been born again, and it, you know, it, it's, it happens different to different people, I guess. I know of the Apostle Paul, when he was on the road to Damascus, and he was changed, well, he knew who was changed him. In my life, when the Lord came unto me, I knew who was speaking to me. I knew what was happening to me because the Lord revealed itself unto me. And I've never been sorry. I don't think I've ever met a child of God that's ever told me that they're sorry that they're a child of God. Because when you've been born again of the Spirit of God, then you know that you are a child of God and you rejoice in knowing the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. You rejoice in the Word of God. You rejoice in in the uh, meeting with the brothers and sisters in Christ and rejoicing in God's Word. As we read from the second chapter of Ephesians this morning and... The Bible says that God is a spirit, and he said we must worship him in spirit and in truth, and that's the only way that you really can worship God, to know him personally and to be able to enjoy the joy of our salvation, a child of God. We can enjoy that because God borns us again. We're born again of the spirit of God. And we can worship him in spirit and in truth. He says in the second chapter, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespassing and sin, 
wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the uh, according to the prince of power of the air, which is Satan, the devil. We served him before we were changed. We served the devil. We habitually sin. Now we've been changed, and now then we don't habitually sin. I don't want to sin. I know I probably do every day. And uh, you know it says that we are to repent daily. We're to repent daily of our sins. So he's the prince of the power of the air. But let me say this, that God is still in total control because he'll not let Satan go any further than he allows him to. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time in past times past in the lust of our flesh fully the desire filling the desires of the flesh and the mind and were by nature children of wrath even as others before the lord comes into our lives well we are uh sinners that doesn't know the lord jesus christ when god comes into our lives we're still sinners, but we're not habitual sinners like we once was. We, we have a godly conscience. We have a conscience that tells us and a spirit that tells us that we are the children of God and that we don't have anything else to do with the, the sin nature. As we think about these things, being born again and he says, you hath he quickened. You hath he quickened. It is God that quickens us. It is God that worketh both the will and the do, whereby we come unto him crying, Abba, Father. There's no preacher that can change you. There's no pope that can change you. No, Nobody can change you except the Lord. And let me just say this, too that God knew you before the foundation of the world. You were in his mind and in his love. He loved you before the foundation of the world. He's not just beginning to love you, so you were really a child of God. You were really a child of God. Now, I know uh, that uh, Christ had to come and die for our sins, but that's all worked out before the foundation of the world because God knew what was going to happen. He is God. So he knew what we were going to do. And he had it all, God had it all figured out. If he had, I always say, if God had one thought, he thought it all at once. He thought he had it all figured out. Everything that is in, uh, that's happening in this world, God has it figured out. He's not the author of everything that happens, but he's, he knows what's going to happen. And as we, as we ponder these things, we cannot even begin to comprehend by man's mind how, how smart God is. I'll just put it that way. God is all, has all knowledge. You have 
the three, uh, you have the Trinity that's set in heaven in immortal glory before the foundation of the world. And the reason we know that is that when God created this earth, he said, let us make man. So there was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they are three in one, co-equal in power, co-equal in love, co-equal in all things. If you have the Holy Spirit, if you've been born again of the Spirit of God, it is God within you. And He's, and God speaks to you through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit speaks to us and, and tells us, uh, that we are the children of God. You have He quickened. You have He quickened. Been born again of the Spirit of God. And uh, only God can quicken quicken us and make us to know that we are the children of God. God speaks to you and you come alive. You're alive. You're dead and you're dead to, uh, you're, 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 uh, before God speaks to you and you come alive, you're dead to the things of God. You don't know God. Oh, you may have a head knowledge of God, but you don't really know God. You don't know His love. But when we're born again, the Spirit of God, we know His love. We know of His love. Now, as we think about these things, and this, this is a very deep subject when you get down to it. And it, it's a subject that, uh, that I don't fully understand about the Trinity, that's for sure. Uh, the three in one. Uh, someone was asking me last week how to explain the Trinity. I said, well, I don't know anybody that can explain the Trinity. I said, there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they couldn't, you know, we can't understand by our human nature. We believe it. I believe it with all my heart, but as far as trying to understand it, I can't. And I don't think anybody else can. Only God knows the Trinity. So we, God speaks to us and we come alive and we are, we come crying, Abba, our Father. When we're alive in Christ, we come crying, Abba, our Father. I know that, uh, when God spoke to me, uh, you know, it, it was a, it was a, it was a precious time in my life. And, and I'll never forget that time in my life, I don't think. Uh, if I, I know if God gives me the right mind and don't, uh, I don't, uh, well, I've, I've known people that, even people that, uh, in this time world who were the children of God and they, they didn't, they couldn't think right or they lost their mind who still, I believe, knew God. They still know who God is. So, we're alive. And the question here, uh, sometimes how can a man be born again and not know what's happened to him? I believe every child of God will know when he's been born again. Now it may, it may, he may work different in our lives. Uh, I believe God was working with me a long time before, uh, that night that uh, God really spoke to me. I believe he was working in my life because I could I could uh, tell the difference in my life before then, and he was working with me even then. 
But when he really came unto me and I knew that I was a child of God and I was born again of the Spirit of God, I, that was a, a most happiest time in my life. And I, uh, you know, and I walked the floor and the first time I'd ever been able to pray in my life. And I prayed and uh, I knew that it was the Spirit of God within me. And I realized that God was speaking unto me and that I was uh, that I was a child of God and I pre, I, I, that's precious to me in this time in my life. It's precious to me. I never forget. You never forget about what God has done for you. What happened to us? What, what makes us, uh, happy in the Lord? Well, the Spirit of God makes us happy. That's what, why God, uh, awakens us and makes us to know. And we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and we want to praise Him and to worship Him in our life. And that's all that mattered to me uh, when I was born again of the Spirit of God. That's all that mattered to me was the Lord. I, that was the first year was in my life when uh, the Lord came unto me was one of the happiest times in my whole life. I'm still happy. And it, you know, there was... That was just a special time in my life. It was like uh, nothing that I ever uh, will ever experience again. No one else will ever experience again because it is God. It is God in us. Uh, you know, these people uh, that uh, tries to worship God in different ways, and you know, you can't worship God uh, through Buddha. You can't worship God through the Pope. Or the Mother Mary, you can't worship God uh, through idols, uh, and the only way you can worship God is in spirit and in truth. That's the only way. That's what the Word of God says. So as we think about these things and and uh, uh, reading on, he said, "But God, who is rich in His mercy, for His great love, wherewith He loved us." Past tense, loved us. Even before we were ever born into this world, God loved us. We were in his mind and in his heart. He knew us uh, in heaven and immortal glory uh, from beyonds of times past. Where when he says, goes on in uh, verse 5, he says, Even when we were dead in sin." hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. By grace are you saved. His wonderful grace, His wonderful love. And hath raised us up together and made us to set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're setting in heavenly places, I believe, in Christ Jesus. Here, Even while we're here upon this earth, it's heavenly place. In Christ Jesus. When we come together to worship the Lord, it's a heavenly place. Uh, you know, we do things out in the world each day and, and, uh, you know, uh, we are to be thinking about the Lord even as we go about our business with a prayer upon our hearts and the uh, Lord upon our minds and thinking about the Lord and just praising Him because we tend sometimes to forget about the Lord uh, during our our what we do during the daytime. We get so involved 
in things that we do, we forget about the Lord. But the Lord is in, in all things except sin and things like that. The Lord is uh, good. Everything good comes down from heaven, from God. So the Lord gives us all the good things and the, the bad things we just need to uh, leave it alone and just do the good things, what the Lord uh, says. That in the ages to come, he might show his exceeding riches of his grace in his kingdom toward us through Jesus Christ. For by grace you are saved through faith. And I want to just say that a lot of people take this word faith, and God is the giver of faith. Spiritual faith comes from God. You know, we think about natural things. We ought to just think about everything good is spiritual from God. Faith comes from God. Say, I've got a lot of faith. Well, if you've got a lot of faith, it's from God. It's spiritual. Now, we have a natural faith, which uh, I, I guess is good in a way, if we use it in the right way. But spiritual faith uh, nat- uh, is a lot more better than just natural faith. And he goes on to say, uh, and that not of yourselves, but it is a gift of God, you see. It is a gift of God. Not by works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship. We are God's workmanship. Created in Jesus Christ unto good works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Good works. All good works comes from God. We do good works. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it comes from God. You know, it's, uh, I was thinking, uh, this morning as I sat and studying, uh, I know, I know men that, who do not believe in God, who are by nature do pretty good things, but they don't believe in God. And unless God changes them, uh, they'll never know their works, their works is not good toward God. They just, uh, got a nature that way. You know, I was raised, and I'm sure all of us was, raised to do good unto others, no matter what. No matter what. You're to be good to others, and you're to, to try to do, uh, good works. Uh, and I didn't know God, but I've always tried to be uh, as good as I know how by nature, by nature, and these things even come from God. We don't realize it, but you know it. It's uh, it, it's it's hard to try to explain some of these things. The Spirit of God uh, being born again, and you're awakened, and you're reveals unto us that we are the children of God, and we have have so much to be thankful for that we know that we are a child of God by the Holy Spirit. I want to turn back over to it says in the Galatian letter of the fourth chapter of the sixth verse, it says, Because ye are the sons of God, he has sent forth his spirit. You see, we are the sons of God before he even sends his spirit unto us. 
here in this world. And it's in God's time, not our time, that he, he has chosen before the foundation of the world. It is in God's mind, in God's heart, in his time. And because ye are the sons of God, he has sent forth his spirit of his son unto our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then you are heirs of God through Christ our Lord, through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then we go over to some more scripture here. I just want to read some more scripture. Over in uh, the book of Romans. It says in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, it says, uh, for as many are, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have uh, received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry by Father. The Spirit itself beareth with, with our spirit that we are the children of God. I believe that we know, every child of God knows that he's a child of God. And he knows when he's, I believe he knows when he's, uh, the Lord speaks unto him and he's, he's received the Holy Spirit. I believe every child of God knows that. I know I did. You can't be born again and not know it, I don't think. I don't think you can be born again and not know it. So you're born again and God speaks unto you, you know, little still voice and he he beckons unto you and he and we cry by father and we we want to know him you know uh the apostle paul writing many many times his his thoughts were that he wanted to know god more because he had, he was born again on the road to damascus he was he was changed on the road to damascus and he wanted to know God better. All his writings and all of the Paul's writings, all of the great men of God's writings, they wanted to know God more. They wanted to love him more. I want, you know, we sang that song, I want to love you more. So, the Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I want to turn over to and thinking about this this morning is Nicodemus. Uh, the Lord told Nicodemus that says, Verily, verily, over in uh, John, the third chapter, you must be born again. And there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, the third chapter, first verse. Ruler of the Jews, the same came unto Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. You see, he didn't, he didn't know the Lord Jesus Christ. He probably, he was a child of God, I think, but he has, he hasn't been 
spiritually born again. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus said, and Jesus said, and he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So he didn't, he couldn't, he couldn't realize what God was doing. He couldn't understand what the Lord was doing. And reading on, he says, Nicodemus said unto the him, How can a man be born again and when he is old? Can he enter into the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. You must be born again. And then I want to go over to uh, the verse 15, talking about believing. You can't believe in God, uh, can't really know God until you've been born again of the Spirit of God. Do you believe in order to get life or do you believe because you have life? You believe because you have life. I'm talking about a spiritual belief, not just a head knowledge. I'm talking about believing in God with and the love that he has given unto you and to know God as your uh your Lord of Lord and King of Kings, to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. It goes, he says in verse 15 of chapter 3, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever believeth, believeth, past tense. For God is God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believeth in him. And you can't have the uh, loving belief. I'm talking about a supernatural something, a supernatural belief. You can't, you can't, uh, have a head knowledge and really know God. You gotta have the spiritual knowledge. For God sent, sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. The revelation has been given unto us that we are the children of God and we, can, we do believe in God. We have a spiritual belief, not a natural belief. And then over in uh, the 36th verse, he says, He that believeth on the Son of hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, 
But the wrath of God abideth in him. The wrath of God abideth in him. God chose his children before the foundation of the world. And he, he has loved them and he has uh, saved them by his grace. And so we're not just, uh, we're not just here to just flop around. We're here to worship God. He said he made us for his glory. He made us for his glory. His, his people he made for his glory. And we are to glorify him. We are to be able to uh, lift up our voices and sing praises unto him. And I know uh, this morning, maybe I've been kindly scattered, but uh, I'm going to give way to Brother Leroy and let him say a couple of words this morning. And I thank you for your kind attention. Come here, Brother Leroy.